Hey there, episode 16 of the Cafe Genius Impresarios podcast audio program. Today is late in the evening of Thursday, June 15th, 2023. Another solo show brought to you by me, your host, Dan Hugo. I don't know why I say my name like that sometimes, but that's it. Uh, But this is going to be a weird show, perhaps, but I would like you to stick with it. Uh, It's not weird so much. It's... um, well, we'll find out. Stick with it. Listen, join along, stick uh, stick to it and see what happens. The title of today's show, Trust But Verify. It sounds ominous because it is. I recently, in fact, said the reason I'm doing this, this episode, this topic, uh, not only because I do not have a guest this week, it's tricky to find people with so much going on, uh, which the, that will be the topic of another show episode, but uh, I was talking to somebody about this and I said, it's a, it's a story that I must tell. I've told it a few times in the context that I will also describe. It is, uh, as I described it uh, to this person, I said, it's messed up because it is. So are you comfortable? Good. If you're on a treadmill, stop. (laughs) Wait, don't stop. All right, enough messing around. Here we go. So I moved to Las Vegas in 2013. And shortly after, uh, it was about August 1st, 2013, after a house fire in Silicon Valley, a little bit of chaos after that, you know, new city, a lot less stuff, <laughs> some question about what I would do next. Uh, that's, that's another topic for another time. But anyway, I was here. Happened upon... A, I think it was a LinkedIn post or something about uh, somebody I used to work with needing someone to join Intel. I jokingly said, hey, we should talk. And we did. And lo and behold, um, end of January, beginning of February, I can't remember the exact date, I began working at Intel. So I was the only Intel employee in Nevada. That is relevant, I promise. So I was uh, about to leave for Ireland about a, about two months later. So ramping up my early days at Intel, once again, the only Intel employee in Nevada that got me some attention, some light was shining on me. That was, that was okay. I was at the park on Fremont with a friend of mine, Rick. Rick and I uh, had met not, not very long before that, not, not, See, so yeah, probably probably two or three months before that, probably November. Let's call it November. I think I met him around the downtown podcast, perhaps, but that's probably a yet another show. So we were at Park on Fremont. He had some friends visiting from France. Rick was very, it probably still is, very into uh, agricultural technologies, generally being a decent human being. Rick is pretty cool. Haven't talked to him in a while. So leaning against the pass-through counter at the park there. Park on Fremont is a restaurant, by the way. So this guy was leaning against the counter, older gentleman, older than me, I think. He said, hey, I hear you're working for Intel. I work for Microsoft, and uh, I've just moved here from Florida. I said, oh, okay, interesting. And I described, you know, I was the only one here, which is a little strange, but he said, yeah, I'm the only... 
only Microsoft person here, whatever. So we, you know, we somehow eventually exchange contact information and he tells me he's going to start a, he has an idea for a technology. He's going to start a company. The technology was basically to protect, um, let's say, let's say you got, uh, I think it was Snapchat at the time, Snapchat, you want to protect against screenshotting. So, um, clearly you can take a picture of the screen. So it's not even frame buffer grab. It's, you know, it's literally capturing the pixels on the screen. So he says, I have this idea. I'm going to have incomplete parts of the image on screen at any given time. So it's harder to catch the the image if you're trying to take a picture, right? So <clears throat> not just frame grab, which is still possible actually. So his, his idea was a little bit flawed there, but uh, it would prevent you from taking a picture of the screen. Still doesn't make sense, really. But that was his idea. It was called Antibytes, which is a cool name, actually. A-N-T-I-B-Y-T-E-S, Antibytes. So then he says, I'm going to hire some young people so that it's a young company, and I'll be in the back doing the coding. All these things seemed reasonable. The idea was was like, uh, mm, okay, because surely uh, if you have a technology and you're going to develop it, then who am I to say that you're... Uh, crazy. <laughs> but uh, would that I did. But anyway, good for him. Interesting time. Weeks pass. I am getting to know Vegas. I've taken a trip out to San Diego. Oh, I've taken a trip out to, yeah, San Diego, uh, where some of my team is for the group I work in. And then I'm going to go to Ireland for the beginning of what will be a, f- a couple years of adventure. That part's good. That's that's yet another episode, most likely. So I get to know Russell, as it turns out, Russell. Russell and I encounter each other downtown now and then, and, and other people that know Russell tell me about, oh, I talked to Ru- I met Russell. Russell mentioned he's a friend of yours, which is normal. That was how Downtown Project was working. It was a, a little microcosmic community. Not the fault of the downtown project, but it's not a blame scenario. So Russell is, uh, you know, getting to know people, and people are getting to know him, and he's hired a group of younger people. Um, uh, I will not name them, but they were mid-20s. I believe it was three women, one man. They were all excited to, you know, be a part of a startup and so on, so it seemed like a good thing. I know I'm foreshadowing already, but stick with it. Don't go anywhere. So my trip to Ireland is approaching. Once again, I'm, I'm visiting places. Let me get some water here. Stories get me all choked up. I'm visiting some, uh, some places downtown and my usual, you know, getting, getting out and about before I head out. I've, I've purchased my one way ticket on Aer Lingus because what do I know? I didn't know when I was coming back. That's for sure. So Russell says, hey, do you want to ride to the airport? And I said, hey, that would be that would be good. I mean, I can expense a cab. That's fine. But why not? Sure. So he comes, picks me up. We uh, throw my my luggage in the back. I didn't know how long I was going to be gone. It turned out to be five weeks. Head to the airport, have a nice conversation on the way. He's continuing to work on the project and uh, the, the team of people he's hired are doing their thing. He's made 
one of the women that he hired the CEO so that he has a woman CEO. So it's all about appearances. Hey, that's more foreshadowing. Drops me off at the airport, have a good flight, et cetera, et cetera. So I head off to Ireland. Now, Ireland is UTC, Greenwich Mean Time for the old school folks. So it's seven hours ahead, seven or eight. Uh, seven, yeah, sorry. Seven hours ahead. And uh, so I'm I'm at work at nine o'clock in the morning. It's uh, two o'clock in the morning in Vegas. Every once in a while for the first two weeks, I would get a, I think it was a Google chat or something, some some sort of a message from Russell. Hey, how's it going? I'm, I'm up late working. I'm at work in progress. I'm hacking away, this and that. Oh yeah, okay. I'm sitting in Ireland. I'm uh, either I was in the lab or whatever. So every once in a while, this was not a daily occurrence, but it was early in the morning, ten, uh, ten, nine, ten a.m. Cool. Okay, up late working on your startup. Totally reasonable. Then I start seeing. Uh, this is back when Facebook was still a thing. I guess it still is a thing for some people. Not for me though. But anyway, I saw some some angry posts from one of the other people he had hired. Not the CEO, um, somebody else, about not being paid. This is probably about a month, three weeks maybe, a month. Remember, I was in Ireland for only five weeks, so a little bit past halfway, I start reading on social media, and I believe the person that was making these comments was the social media manager or had some role that was you know, a PR-facing so my initial reaction was like, this doesn't seem like the way to air this concern. This is um, seems like a discussion to, to be had internally. <clears throat> but but what do I know? Uh, looking back, of course, I I wouldn't have said those things had I known. But nobody did know what was going on. So S strange, strange situation. And I did hear, of course, from Russell, and he had his view of the world, and it was misunderstanding and so on. So <clears throat> what do I know? I'm in Ireland. I'm enjoying my time meeting new people, hanging out, doing some work now and then. All good for me. So I'm on my way back to lovely Las Vegas, the Oasis. And um, I make my way home. Everything's fine. I meet up with uh, the CEO downtown somewhere. And I hear some of the weird things that have started to happen. So in that last week, this Russell had apparently, well, he said he got in a car accident. It was determined that it was probably completely fake. That is to say he was seen. I can't remember if he showed up at work in progress, which was what they were using as an office space. Shows up at work in progress with some sort of bandages or a cane or something such that people were very clearly not uh, not convinced that he, that he had been in any sort of a collision of any kind. Somebody saw his car. It was fine. It was a pickup truck, I think, if I recall. And so the question was, what is going on here? Then there were some discussions that, is he sleeping at work in progress? Uh, the story was that he came to Las Vegas and his wife and son were in Florida somewhere, there were photos of, of Russell and his son in Las Vegas. 
where he's, and they were posted on Facebook, he suggested that they had moved, that he had moved, and that his son had come out with him. I don't remember if there were photos of his wife, but then his son went back to Florida, probably in high school or something. So none of these things sounded surprising. But then we started thinking, What's, what is going on here? There, there aren't many photos. His Facebook account is not very deep. Well, he is an older guy. Reasonable adults probably don't use Facebook. We know that's true now. But we were like, what's, what is going on here? Um, hadn't really occurred to me, but, and, and of course, now looking back, it was, this was a giant red flag. Even though he is an older person, we connected on LinkedIn at some point when LinkedIn was still okay. I think he had like eight connections. Once again, at the time, okay, well, he's just not into social media. That's fine, which is totally fine. That's reasonable. But but he's using Facebook and he's he's got the LinkedIn account. He's trying to create this tech startup. Why would you not be... And the tech startup, the Antibytes, the whole entire concept is aimed at social media, especially, you know, the Snapchat and that today it would be TikTok probably. Um, yeah, what's, what was going on here? So we, we had these discussions and, and it was, uh, <clears throat> I mean, this was in the space of a day, right? We, I, we were hearing, uh, we, we were discussing this and we, and we had heard, you know, some, some people heard this, some people heard that that Russell had apparently been caught with some artwork from somewhere and was accused of, of what, you know, what are you doing with this? Or why, why do you have this? Uh, <clears throat> and I, I, I don't have any idea what sort of artwork it was just uh, Hey, you have my artwork or that doesn't belong to you. And he picked up and left and he was out. And I don't know that he was seen again in downtown Las Vegas. So this, this led to more discussion, of course, and he was not living in a house, as he had said. He was, in fact, staying at the Four Queens, which is not an indictment of the Four Queens, but he was staying there. So he was staying in a hotel room in the Four Queens, which is a, 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 it's a casino hotel. I, don't, I wouldn't call it a resort. It's not like something on the Strip, but it's on Fremont downtown. It's a fine place. Hugo Cellar, very expensive restaurant inside. Has to be with that name like that. And so he was staying in a hotel and we started looking, poking around a little bit. Russell was divorced, not married. Divorced in Florida. We started looking like, wait, maybe that picture, is that even, is that his son? Is that, what is this? Why does he only have eight connections in Las Vegas? Who is this guy? So we started looking. Now his full name, <clears throat> and you'll, I will tell you why I can say this with, with reckless abandon. Uh, his full name, Russell Wayne Davini. So we start looking around and we start seeing, hmm, Russell Wayne Davini here, Wayne Russell Davini there, Russell Wayne over here with some similar intersections of of city or other like, Hmm, this is some weird, uh, I guess you could call it entity resolution. If you're, uh, if you go down that road, that's, that is yet another episode, probably <laughs> so many things to talk about. 
So Russell Wayne Divinity, or whatever, started started smelling some bad smells. Like what what is going on with this guy? He's gone, never to return to Las Vegas, as it turns out. But what is going on here? So I have lunch. I have Thai food, in fact, with the CEO of the company. She is she is very new to to things. She's uh, young, not quite experienced with certainly anything of this magnitude. So now this guy who is essentially the the founder of the company has skipped town, possibly stealing artwork. Some sort of crime has been committed. Fraudulently claiming, whether that was a crime itself, who knows, but fraudulently claiming he had been in some sort of a collision, faking injuries, making false claims about his business situation, his uh, living situation, the circumstances of it. Did he even work for Microsoft? Probably not. I mean, when I say probably, I mean definitely not. <laughs> uh, by the way, I'm, I'm only laughing here because it's so ridiculous. So there, there's nothing funny at the end of the story. That is most definitely foreshadowing. Messed up. Remember, messed up. So we have, uh, we have lunch, and she says... You know, she's she's a little bit disheveled. This has been quite a quite a week. I think it was about a week. What am I supposed to do? I guess I'm the CEO. I guess I have to deal with this, which was a mature thing to do. So I agreed. And then she said something really interesting. She didn't say it at lunch. She said it before, but uh, we had this discussion at lunch. She said, I don't even know what to believe anymore. Nothing seems to be true about this guy. Well, really, what do I know about anybody? There's no Intel in Nevada. You work for Intel, but how do I even know that? So this was a this was a learning moment for me because she was completely and totally 100% correct. So when we had lunch, I brought my Intel identification. It was a Intel has something called a worldwide ID. So it's a number printed. I used to have it memorized, but I do still have my ID card, which I was supposed to turn in, but I didn't. So I brought my ID card and I handed it to her. I said, there's my worldwide ID in the back. You can call Intel, verify that I do work for Intel. They can verify my, whatever you need, my address, my, you know, whatever you want. Uh, I will be here if you want to call them. I will. You can do it on your own, whatever you want. She said, no, that's okay. I believe you. And I said, no, I want you to actually verify this because... The fact that you believe me just because I said it doesn't make it true. It is an actually verifiable fact that you can check. I honestly don't know if she ever did, but she should have and she could have. And because I was telling the truth, which I am want to do, I was happy to share that information. Now, why was it that we were so eager to believe what Russell Wayne Divini had to say to us? Well, because we were happy to welcome new people to the downtown community and whatnot. Again, not an indictment of downtown project, but just the tendency to have a sort of a kumbaya or a, you know, Hey, welcome to the, welcome to the family. Welcome to the party. However you want to look at it. Right. So very welcoming. Nobody was assuming the worst. Certainly nobody was trust and verify. I said that wrong. Nobody was trust, but verify, (laughs) but you should trust and verify. So it was trust without verify, and that was the problem. Same with me. Right again, uh, 
who am I? I just moved into town. I get a job with Intel. There is no Intel here. How am I working for Intel? I'm traveling. Gone for five weeks. Then I show back up and this guy's doing his thing. Hey, we're friends. That was the problem. Like that was a that was a huge issue. Like uh he's telling everybody he's your friend. You're friends with him. He knows you, you know him, this and that. And I'm like, that's a that is a problem. So I'm some guy working for Intel, just got into town, working for a company not here, traveling, some other guy stealing artwork, my best buddy. And none of this was looking good. I uh, I was starting to smell. That's no good. Well, we all kind of settled on, you know, this was a problem. This guy was, was had issues, obviously, uh, not to be trusted. There was some, some reflection on that. Not enough, but some reflection on being too trusting and so on. So, okay. So I had returned from Ireland in May, 2014. So five weeks. So I was, I guess I left at the at the very end of March or beginning of April. I can't remember. I can, I can literally pull up my uh, my history of whatever. Probably, uh, I guess, probably photo posts on social media would be close enough. So I'm back in May. He's gone the following week, or the later that week, or something. He's gone in a week. So we'll call it May 2014. So the way I describe it is his world, his his um his persona that he had built to commit whatever fraud he had actually planned collapsed in and he was forced to bail. He was, he was out his entire, uh, <clears throat> premise of his caper <laughs> was, uh, was ripped out from under him, was, uh, was torn apart. However you want to look at it. And he bailed. So he, his, his, uh, his, his protection that he had wrapped himself in to get his uh, whatever thing done was gone. He had, to, he had to flee, went to California, from what I understand. One year later, May 2015, uh, I can't remember if he was actually arrested or if that's when the crime was committed. I think it was, I think it was when the crime was committed. You can you can search for that. I'm not gonna put the link in the show notes, by the way, because there's really no need, but. Russell Wayne Davini. So about a year later, after his world in Vegas had collapsed, he was in California. He apparently started fishing, told a 14-year-old woman, girl, that he was, uh, I think, 18, and that he wanted to meet up with her and convinced her somehow to go to him, wherever he was. He grabbed her. I don't know if it was, eh, doesn't matter. He was in the wrong. So he kidnapped her and then committed sexual crimes. Eventually she was able to escape or was set free or however that happened. You can, again, you can look for all this. It's, it's, it's public record. There was a warrant for his arrest. He turned himself in eventually. From what I understand, there was a, a transaction that went something like, I'm the one you're looking for. So Russell Wayne Davini was uh, arrested, tried, convicted, 30 years, kidnapping, sexual assault, 14-year-old girl. There was somebody here in Vegas who I will not name, but who 
<clears throat> on learning of this, said, that guy was a douche. I said, the guy was a monster. You are an idiot. So there was something of a disconnect between violent criminal and, oh, that guy was a jerk. Trust but verify. That was the take-home lesson. So what we ended up with was someone who talked a lot, drew a nice picture, a nice shiny picture with with some impressive features and um, that looks cool and, a, and an impressive backstory that made some sense unless you actually peel back some of the layers. Then suddenly it didn't. Obviously, it is not good that this story ended the way it is. There is a, ended the way it did. Uh, there was a person, at least one, in California who suffered severely and she didn't need to which is unfortunate. It also could have happened here in Las Vegas. It could have happened how many times because he had settled in to a downtown community of people who were willing to take him in, willing to listen to his story, willing, willing to believe it, willing to work for and with him, willing to hang out with him, willing in some cases, including mine, to endorse him as someone with an interesting idea and who seemed like a nice guy. What is the take home? Well, now is 2023. It is is a long time past. And what have we learned? Well, I personally do not believe people so easily anymore. Should you? Well, I can't really tell you what to do. But when I hear people telling a great story with nothing behind it, when I hear these things that sound wonderful or Big futures ahead with uh, a lot of bluster. Bluster is a good word. I like that word. When I hear these things and I start to look behind the scenes, I start to actually do some digging. Oh, I do. I dig. Everybody has something going on. Uh, If you are easily found online and what you've done and what you're doing makes some sense, there are people who know you who would actually (laughs) say that they know you and that the the facts that you share actually connect to each other. That's all going to show. If they don't, if you find you hear someone's name a lot and the echoes begin, does anyone know what this person is doing? Uh, Hey, that person says a lot of things. Are any of them true? Does that person know what they're talking about? Does that person have any backstory that makes any sense does that person really send emails to the president and the vice president that's an actual story i won't share that one too much but uh but to be honest that person the person who claimed he was uh having conversations with with federal government officials in the white house uh was convinced was totally uh, absolutely certain he created several websites and was connecting with people left and right on LinkedIn. And I started asking, wait, do do you know this person? And uh, the universal answer was no. I just, I I connected with him on LinkedIn because he was connected to 25 other people I know. I said, yeah, he has constructed like a dozen websites that have fake symbols and they, they make it seem as though it's maybe a government website or some sort of official, meaningful, impressive, but it's all it's ridiculous. I mean, it was insane. Right away, reflexively, 
Like this person is creating a persona. Obviously not so believable, but he believes, he believed he was creating a persona that was convincing to some, perhaps to himself, maybe. Uh, This to me was a red flag. So that's probably the most recent example of blatant where there was no trust and verification was easy. There was a, a whole lot of problem with this person. He eventually kind of fell off the radar, so who knows where he is, who knows what he's up to. Hopefully his world did collapse on him, and hopefully nobody has suffered as a result if it did. But the take-home, again, trust but verify, when I hear and when you hear people telling stories that are amazing, they're going to change the world. Just hang on. One of these days I'll tell the story of the Phoenix World Fair. That was that was also ridiculous. It was in Phoenix, Arizona, obviously. Uh, when people make promises that sound amazing and appear like they could happen, but they require a, a leap of faith, obviously, if they require a financial investment, that's that's a red flag. But when you hear these things from people in a place that is trying to be innovative, that's trying to be... Uh, thinking outside the box, trying to do break new ground, be uh, introduce economic diversity. These are the things that Las Vegas is doing right now. I'm a part of it. You must be careful who you let in to your circle, who you trust, and who you will trust but verify. Hopefully anybody. Hopefully everybody. Don't let Russell Wayne Divinity into your circle, whatever name that person goes by, whatever they're doing, whatever they claim. It was a learning experience, to be sure. It has left me always a little bit more cautious. A little bit. Some people actually do what they say. You can see it. You can hear about it from others. Those are a little bit easier. The, the verification step is, uh, <clears throat> is there to see. You know, Transparency. Open kimono. Uh, there's an expression, uh, show them your underwear. <laughs> That was always funny. Or, or show them the underwear drawer or however you want to look at it. But these are the people that are transparent. They tell you what's up. They'll, 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 sh- they'll open their, uh, their hand, the, the, the open hand poker analogy. People that tell the truth and you can just tell that they are telling the truth. And if you ask them, they'll continue to tell you the truth. And if you ask them really hard questions, they'll give you honest answers. Answers that you can actually check, which is nice. We didn't have that with Russell. We didn't look for it, and we should have. So for myself, my continued participation in the Greater Vegas entrepreneurial ecosystem includes a certain bit of caution. Trust but verify. Uh, If you are doing something that sounds too good to be true, I'm going to check. I hope you will too. Thank you for listening. Uh, Russell Wayne Davini. D-I-D-I-V-I-N-E-Y. So like D-I-Vine-Y. Russell with two L's. Russell Wayne Davini. If you search around, you will find a 30-year sentence and all the details. Thank you for listening. And I hope you will subscribe, tell your friends. I will ideally have guests on soon. There are people that I 
I'm planning to have on. It's a question of scheduling, and I know my solo episodes are not always interesting. Hopefully, this one is food for thought. I appreciate your time. Thank you.